You are now tuned in to the All-Star Vintage Podcast with your hosts, Mark Jameson and Dom Morrow. Three, two, one. Let's get ready to suck it! Welcome to your room, snack bar, Lambo Field, that was sculpted by the cheese of a flaming hot nacho. You play to win the game. He starts to come and then he pulls out. It's from a slice of gabagool. Finish it! Oh, it's hard goddamn work being this good. Welcome back to the All-Star Vintage Podcast, baby. It's your boys, mm-hmm. Mr. Mark Jameson. Yes, sir. A.K.A. Mel Diaper. <laughs> Mad Mel fucking Diaper. <laughs> yeah, uh, like I said, if we were doing video, because we do have the camera, we just not set up and, you know, if we were doing video, I was going to dress up like Mel. I was going to do fucking... How would you do the hair? I would just do what I'm doing right now. Just I would add grease and slime. <laughs> And it would just be slicked the fuck. I would look like a big piece of shit. I'd look like... um. You need some glasses. Oh, yeah. But if I slicked my hair like this, I'd look like Terry Silver from fucking <laughs> Karate A-E-W? Kid. The slime bag oh. from fucking Karate Kid Was 3. that the Johnny Silver? Yeah, yeah. Johnny Silver. <laughs> but yeah, what the oh. fuck? Um, Anyways, welcome back. <laughs> yeah. Welcome back. It's Mel Diaper here. If it's uh, your first time joining us, welcome. If you are returning, thank you. We appreciate your love and support as always. Yes. Another episode, man. Here we are. Yes. Episode. Episode what? Is this 13? It is. Bad luck 13. Bad luck 13. Rise Shavaganza on the Chop Sports Network. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. What's going on, man? It's uh, Uh, springtime, finally. Yeah, it's starting to fucking break, finally. But no, I I left the house today. As soon as I walked... I walked out my front door. I run down the stairs and I stepped in shit, like literal, like cat shit. I'm like, come on, man. I don't even fucking have an outdoor cat. Like, what the fuck? I'm trying to figure out where where it came from. I knew immediately because my my fucking white trash neighbors, they have a cat that just roams around the neighborhood. And like, I hate that fucking cat. When I remember I had Tuna, I was walking Tuna. He fucking jumped out of the bushes one time and attacked the dog. What? Yeah. The kid, the cat was crazy. What the dog do? The dog. I know fucking, Tuna wasn't a big dog. No, she was fucking biting back at her, you know. But you know, I never really fuck with that that cat because my neighbors suck, dude. They're like, they're WT. Ugh. They're white trash, Gross. dude. Like, there. I don't even know how many people live in that house. There's so many. There's like this lady that looks like she's based like Big Bird style. She what had, do you mean? She looks big like Bird style. She looks like Big Bird. She's Big Bird nose. She looks like Big Bird. She has. She has like I'm assuming three of the kids are hers because they all look like Big Bird too, and they're but they're younger and she's older. It's weird. Birds. Yeah, it's weird. WT style, and she has like a husband. I assume none of them drive, by the way, either. Except there's this one guy that lives there has long hair, and he's like probably in his 30s. He drives sometimes because he has a car sometimes, not all the time though. In between DUIs. Yeah, r- lately they've had a car that's parked in the side of the sh- that's in front of their house with two flat tires and it's filled to the brim hoarder style. Classic. Yeah, it's nice. And then like there's a fat Spanish girl lives there. Some guy that used to hang out with my sister in special ed class lived there. <laughs> like, I swear to God, just the land of misfits. It's dying, and I'm sure like twenty other people live in the <laughs> house too. It's ridiculous. <laughs> you know. Oh, dude, I fucking- have an eclectic neighborhood. <laughs> fucking cats dude yeah i got i got a neighbor too that um just lets her catch shit everywhere well, no it's miserable it, it, it's fucked up they're neighborhood cats there and she oh. just feeds them oh. and so they're all over the fucking place yeah. so not only are they all around our block <laughs> but they come into our backyard and they shit in the backyard yeah. too and then the dogs go crazy because they're mm-hmm. picking up the scent and that drives me crazy for some reason like, i step in animal shit and i don't even own this animal yeah drives well, me nuts. well that's how i feel about picking up Cat shit. I'm yeah. like, I don't own a cat. Why am I picking up cat shit? Yeah. My dog shit, that's that's one thing. Those are my pets. <laughs> well, it's better than stepping it. That's the worst part. That is. That is. Hell of a way to start nice, your day, bro. Yeah, so I had to clean off for a little while before I hit the road. We're talking Mel Diaper and it's draft season. Do we get our Mel Diapers segment? Yeah, we do our Mel Diapers. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll do our Mel Diapers. Yeah, we'll get our diaper on. Uh what the fuck was I gonna say? When this uh, when this episode I guess comes out, it should be next Thursday. It should be the day of the draft. So if this comes out early enough, maybe you can get some little uh, little maybe possible little nuggies. Little nuggies, little nuggies for your huggies for your diapers. Little <laughs> 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 oh, nuggies for your tuggies. Mm. All right. So basically, 
with this draft, when you fucking look at it, right, there's no standout quarterback for the most part, like at the top of the draft this year. It's a lot of, like, it's another heavy, what would you say, receiver draft? Receiver. Another heavy and- offensive line draft. You know, something like that. Maybe defensive line, I believe. Tight end. There's some guys out there, you know. Decent amount of D-backs and D-bags, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what when I, when I, when I wanted to do with this, maybe we should do like, a, you want, maybe we should do our own mock, possibly. I was like, oh, maybe we don't do, I was like, I, I didn't know what to do. Maybe we'd go team by team or just do a regular straight up mock. Well, you, all right. So before we started, you were talking about, Doing a possible segment of oh, the worst picks. The worst picks. Worst Mel, potential Mel, outcomes. Mel, Mel Diaper's worst picks. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, for sure then. All right, so yeah, I've, I'll give you five. Play- and then I was going to give like two players that I think can shine in this draft from each side of the ball also. All right, so let's start but, with that. All right, so before we do any type of mock or any shit like this, I'm going to give you Mel Diaper's fucking five players. That are probably going to be dog shit. <laughs> Not right. only dog shit, but the team that's going to draft them too. Oh, I have to give you the team yeah. too? Yeah, yeah, Fuck, yeah. Fuck, because I wasn't even thinking about yeah, that. Yeah, so which team is going to yeah. make a terrible Decision. draft day mistake? Fuck, because I didn't even think about that. Let's I was just add, thinking let's of- add that later. I was just thinking it, okay? of the player themselves. Okay. Well, this is oh, easy. Potentially, where would you see them falling? And then we could just look at the first okay. round from there. And then we could associate it with a team. All right. So I'll just give you the players, and then we'll figure out what team I think that yeah. was going to make that fatal mistake. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> All right. So my number one player that I think is going to be absolute fucking dog shit in this draft is number one quarterback, Kenny Pickett. You have a gripe against Pickett. I do. You've he, been saying this for a couple weeks I'm now. telling you, when I see this guy, he's fucking Blaine Gabbert to me. Like physic- physically, everything. Two gloves. He's got to rock two gloves. The only quarterback I fuck with with two gloves is Teddy. Yeah, Teddy, two gloves. If you're rocking two gloves, uh, I automatically don't really trust you <laughs> for the most part. Yeah, but apparently he had a good pro day workout. He kind of yeah. Shut everybody down the naysayers. A everybody bit. has a good pro day workout. You're throwing fucking routes. You fucking throw all the time with no coverage. All right, all right. I'll, listen, <laughs> like I'll take that because if you don't quarter. have a pro, good pro day, that's a fucking exactly, problem. <laughs> exactly. I just feel like when I look at the guy, first of all, he's never done anything. I mean. In high school, he was he's from Ocean County. He's a Jersey guy, actually. You, normally, I fuck with my, you know, I'm a Jersey guy all day. I usually stand with my people. But when I, when I, I'm telling you, it's when I look at the dude, I'm like, this guy's going to be bad. Like, I just get the, I get that gut feeling. I look at him like, this guy's going to be bad. And do you want to, you want me to give me the five players first? So I think about it and then go through the no, teams? No, 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 no. Who do you think right now, I think? Yeah, we'll, we'll match. We'll all match. Right. We'll go one by one. We'll match them with the team. So, so let's I, first, let's talk about teams that might be potentially in the market for, for a quarterback, quarterback in the first round. Right. So we look at Jacksonville. Jacksonville's good. No, they have yeah, their quarterback for the future. Detroit but at is number questionable. Two, yeah. But to me, I really feel like the first quarterback that's going to go is probably going to be Malik. It's probably gonna be Willis. Yeah, I think so. Or it could be Kenny, but I don't. I don't see Detroit going with Kenny Pickett anyway. And you like golf? You I mean, I listen. I like golf, but I know. I know the facts with golf. Like, would you, well, okay, well, here's a question: Would you ha- rather have Pickett or golf or golf? Golf, hundred percent or Willis? I mean, I'm sorry, golf or Willis? Willis. Okay. So we're not projecting the lines to go Pickett number two, though. No. Because listen, they have. They also have a, a pick. Uh, at number 32, yeah. bottom of the round. That's what I'm saying. Who knows? It's one of these quarterbacks. I mean, and maybe like they said, can move down from two, acquire some more picks, and still get their quarterback. Oh, it's number possible. two. That's the, you know, that's a high spot to it's take possible. a quarterback. Oh yeah, um, that's Especially, not a big quarterback yeah, yeah. right now. You know, not like uh, pass drafts. So. Yeah. So what? All right. So let's see what we got. Here. Uh, the Texans? No, I think they roll with Davis Mills. I think they're happy. Happy or content? Eh, we'll see. Jets? <laughs> no way. Not a yeah. chance. Now here's one that would be the giant kind of a sleeper. Yeah, that is you a know, little, yeah. I don't, um, I don't see it though. I don't see it. You know, when you I, know, when, I, I when I look at it, kind of top layer. But when I start peeling back, you know, you got a new team, new mm-hmm. regime coming in, new GM, new head coach. Maybe they like a guy a lot, and you know, you put him in and have him compete against Daniel Jones. And listen, you know, maybe you have a Philip Rivers, Drew Brees. 
uh, scenario, if Daniel Jones comes out this year and performs really well, and you still have your, you know, you still have a, a quarterback that you drafted this year, you mm-hmm. know, maybe Daniel Jones becomes a, a trade piece. You could get, oh yeah, you know, maybe a, a number one back if he lights it up this year. Is it likely? No. Yeah, that scenario is very unlikely. But I don't. Yeah, I just don't see them going the route. You know. Okay. How about at number six though? Here's another one. Carolina. You know what? You know they're not loving Sam Darnold. Yeah. You know Rule is in absolute desperation mode right now. And I think, I want to say Matt Rule has some type of relationship with Kenny Pickett somewhere down the line. I don't remember where or how, well, but I feel like it exists. They're both tri-state area guys. That could be it. So maybe there's a connection there. That could be it. Um, but at six, can the Panthers take Pickett? <clears throat> I, hey, listen, or, or Willis, I don't know. But we're talking Pickett here, so... Is that the team you're thinking? Mm, I'm, I'm looking at I, I'm I'm like looking at everybody now. I'm like, you know what? Just for sake of argument, I'll say yeah. Fuck it, rule will take him over there. So rule, yeah. He'll, he'll, the, the Carolina Panthers are going to make a fatal mistake after signing Sam Darnold, and they're going to they're going to draft Kenny Pickett, and it's going to be bad. Can you redo this uh, in Mel Diaper voice, please? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be Pickett, and it's going to be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's number two? Um, this is going to be an epic disaster, an epic and fail. what team is going to make that epic draft day mistake, brother? Um, the guy who's shooting up the draft boards as we speak, Trayvon Walker, defensive line, Georgia. That defensive line in Georgia is crazy. All those guys might get drafted in the first round, which is insane. The stud on that draft, though, on that line's Jordan Davis. Don't let it be fooled. But this guy that's flying up the boards, I just, it's one of those scenarios where you see a player and you're like, man, he's impressive. He's impressive. But then he, he didn't have much success in college. Like, he wasn't very productive. Yeah. Some, you know, these and guys. And for some reason, he's flying up the boards because I guess his physical attributes. Right. Exactly. You know? Mm-hmm. But when I look at him, I'm like, that dude is, you know, maybe he'll be all right. But. I don't, I don't see it. Mel doesn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> well, me, Mr. Diaper, uh, please tell me, who is the team that's going to select Walker? Who's going to make I that mistake? I think the team that's going to select Walker and make the fatal mistake is going to be a team that's pretty good at making mistakes, and that's the Houston Texans. The Texans? At three. At three? I think they're going to. That's oh. why I think that's going to be such a mistake. Oh, man. I do. I mean... <laughs> I do. Uh, what's his name? Cassio? Because what's the GM's name over there from uh, came over from New England? Whatever. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Nick Casillas or something. Nick Cassio, like something like that. Casillas or He's something. Gonna, he ran out of fucking town. Mm-hmm. I think if they still have, They have so many needs. Yeah. If you're starting that there with a guy that's, you know, mm-hmm. doesn't have the the film and the college career really to back it up to justify uh, the pick at number three, top mm-hmm. of the first round. Yep. Oh, man. It, it reminds me of um, the Jets when they traded up, I think, to select <laughs> Dwayne Robertson. Oh, man. Remember him? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <Holy> shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They thought he was going to be the next Warren Sapp. And, yeah. Um, well, they could out of the Jets, but went to the Broncos, fizzled out, and then never they heard could, of him again. They could have had Warren Sapp to the Jets. Oh, let's not go there. <laughs> Even though we are talking draft, yeah. And I will post classic, as I, yep. I as I do every year, yeah, every year, <laughs> the classic mm-hmm. Jets uh, draft blunders video from yep. YouTube. It's a classic yearly tradition. <laughs> we want Sapp. We want Sapp. All right. So my third player on this fucking wheel of fucking awful, terrible players <laughs> is somebody that a lot of people are like, oh, you know, heavy high on, think he's probably like maybe like the f- number one guy. Drake London. Wide receiver. Wide USC. receiver USC. And that's why I say it right there. Wide receiver USC. I don't remember it, like really any good wide receivers that come out of USC. Keyshawn Johnson. All right. One. Think about it. How many guys have come out of USC and never really panned out? You know, and like something about him, like he's a yards after catch guy. And like, you know, I just when I look at him, I just see a mediocre fucking player. Like he's not like he's that fast, like probably got some hands. And even though I think this is a wide receiver heavy draft, there's going to be a lot of wide receivers in this draft. They're probably going to be really good. Yeah, there'll be a lot more value in the later rounds. Yeah, sure. I just for me, I think Drake London's going to be shit. Please don't tell me the Jets are drafting. him. No, I don't. I don't think so. (laughs) Where where do you think? You know, I think he's going. 
I think a team's going to be like, oh, we, we, you know. Let's see. Who are some wide receiver I, needy teams? You look. Can the, hey, can the, do the Cowboys look to replace CD? CD's there. He's coming. I mean, uh, I mean of Amari. You know, yeah, possibly, but there's a lot of other guys. Yeah, I, I think that would be um, a value pick. They don't need to take that, but yeah, I honestly if he, think if he's available at 24, though. No, nah, I don't think you. I think I think a team like the Eagles take him because the and Eagles pair him with um, Devonte Smith. Yeah, because they always draft receivers rag, and, and they, they they're terrible at drafting receivers. Smith is like they got lucky. You know who's terrible at drafting receivers and surprising? Who? The Patriots. Oh yeah, I don't know why either. Too like usually they 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 get one like every year, kind of high thing, yeah. and he's always like pretty shitty. Yep, <laughs> and it's not like they just can't make it in New England because when they go somewhere else, they fizzle out too. It's just mm-hmm. yeah, they have a they have a tough time picking out receivers, man, especially in the um, in the early rounds. Yeah, so I'll give you know what I'm gonna say. Yeah, the Eagles draft the Drake London, and it's gonna be. Fucking disastrous as usual when it comes to them drafting receiver. So is that at back the, to business? The pick? Yeah, I think so. Okay, I think we can live with that. All right. Um, my next one is another receiver. Is this it? Four or five? Uh, I'll I'll do five. The other. This is number four. Yeah. So number four on Mel Diapers' uh, board of players are going to be absolute garbage in the NFL. Is uh wide receiver Ohio State Chris Alav. Alav Alav Whatever his fucking name is. <laughs> Listen, that other dude, that Garrett Wilson Grant, that dude's probably gonna be pretty good. Like I feel like one of those dudes is gonna be pretty good. It's probably gonna be him. This Chris Alalala, this dude's gonna be fucking <laughs> guy, 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 bitch. He's gonna be trashed. But don't you me, like about just, him? He just looks like he's you know, he's, he looks like he's fast, you know. It looks all right, but it's one of those scenarios where he, oh, he's just not, he's six foot, 180, you know, I think he's like six foot, 187, you know, he's not a huge guy, and like, you don't have to be a big receiver, you know, you can be quick, but to me, I don't like his hands, I don't like, you know, there's a few things about him, I, I'm like, eh, you know, that other dude, that that Wilson guy, I think it's Gary Williams, Wilson, yeah, man. he's like big, he's like, he's what you look for in a receiver, kind of, and I like, I like him, I like that other receiver from like North Dakota State, that dude's big as fuck, I forget his name, I'll, I'll have to find him, he, he's, he's looking right, <laughs> and um, yeah, uh, Chris, whatever your fucking name is, you are added to the list of Mel Diapers' worst players in the fucking 2022 draft. Thank in the round, <laughs> in the round out number five, number five. Oh wait, who's gonna draft this Chris guy? That's right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't do that. Um, Let's think again. Wide receiver, needy teams on the board here in round one. Man, I'll tell you, I see some teams, but they're too high up. I would even yeah. say like the Ravens, man. They could use another receiver there. I was thinking that too. The Ravens could maybe they trade down and maybe get the them later Saints. or something. Who knows? Maybe the, the Saints. Saints. Yeah, a Steelers. Yeah. You know what? There's there's a lot of options there. Let's look. You know, I think he's going later on the rounds. In the rounds, yeah. even. Yeah, Kansas City. That's and they got two back to back, twenty nine and thirty. Mm-hmm. That's possible. You know what? I'm gonna go with that first Kansas City pick because it's gonna be Chris, whatever his. Yeah, I, I, and I don't know is. if it's gonna be him, but I could definitely see a receiver of some kind. Yeah, either at 29 or 30, no doubt. Yeah, I think it's gonna be him, <laughs> and I think he's gonna be terrible. He's probably absolutely be terrible, absolutely fucking garbage. And to round it about and round it out, right. um, we're gonna go with uh. One of these defensive linemen, or I already said one, but one of them, another one's probably not going to work out either. <laughs> well, there's a lot of edge guys. Yeah. A lot of edge guys that are going to go early and mm-hmm. often at the top of the round. And a few, I I, know, I believe in a lot of them. So, like that, I'm telling you. Yeah, it's a good what's, group. What's his face was a guy I didn't believe in. That's why he was number two. <laughs> That's why he was number two. But, like, when it comes to, like, you know, oh, Walker, yeah, I don't trust him. But when it comes to, like, Aiden Hutchinson and like Thibodeau. Thibodeau yeah. Yeah, those guys are legit. I think those guys are all going to be legit. Uh, even like, I really like Evan Neal, that offensive lineman. Let's say like he, some reason he was there in the Jets. I'm in the Jets picked him up, man. Can you imagine how fucking ridiculous their line would be? Yeah, It's one of those picks that like, I don't know. I'm not expecting them to go. The no, line. I don't. But if they, they do, I'm not going to be pissed. Kind of like what you were just alluding to. Imagine the potential of that line. They've done a lot of work to that line already to mm-hmm. improve that group. And they're doing a really good job, man. Uh, to add another top tier talent to that line, 
protect Zach Wilson. It's going to open up that offense even more, giving mm-hmm. him the time to um, kind of evaluate the field and, um, you know, hit these guys on target. And uh, yeah, man, I mean, I would not be pissed off if they did. I'd be surprised, though. I'd be surprised. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it for sure. Um, oh, yeah. And uh, maybe not. Um, I'm trying to think of this guy's name. Um, he's a uh, the DN from um Purdue. He's on my round. My my last player that's not going to be that good. <laughs> George like Carliff. I don't know how to say his name, but he's going to be George fucking crap. <laughs> Carlaftis. Yeah. Carlaftis. Yeah. Carlaftis. Yeah. Well, Carlaftis is going to be fucking crying in his car in the game afterwards because he's going to be <laughs> fucking because he, he got cut and benched. <laughs> So those are Mel Diapers five players to watch out for in this draft because they're not going to be any good. <laughs> so let's talk about we'll stay up we'll stay on the draft. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, obviously Cowboys fans, Jets fans here. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that stuff. So what are some of your predictions in round one for the Cowboys? They're at what pick? The Cowboys are at twenty four. Yes, twenty four. Twenty four. Uh, I think really at twenty four, you're just looking for a nice value, value. pick. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think the boys are going to do much moving and shaking. When it comes to them trying to move up or anything like that, I think they'll kind of stay put and, um, you know, make the best pick that's, you know, whoever's there, because that's what we've pretty much been doing. I mean, like, you know, we've been moving around, but like, you know, like look at, you know, what was last year? Fucking Micah Parsons. We just took him because he was the best player available still. And look at how we didn't, it wasn't necessarily a position of need at the time, but when you draft like that and you just take the person like, okay, like it's not necessarily a need, but that player is such a standout player that's still fucking there. We have to just take him. So uh, hopefully a scenario like that happens for a boy's, this year we're like maybe one of the the top corners or something because since there's a lot of them and like and since there's a lot of receivers and shit i think hopefully they go kind of like quick once they start going or like some of those corners and some of those like maybe good tight ends that are in this draft kind of slide down to the boys because i mean we got schultz but he's on fucking you know restricted free i mean he's a um he signed the signed the, the yeah the franchise tag so he's on the tag you know we, we could give him a contract or we could get a fucking rookie in here who's fucking explosive and you know see us see you schultz thanks and, and give us a year this year you know schultz is one of those guys that's like super intriguing because i mean you see what he did in dallas i'm you know he this guy kind of gets better every year mm-hmm. you know he's solid he produces you rely on him there's a lot to like about and, him. and we drafted him late we got him like, yeah we got him value like, for a player late. like that but you know you look at it right because you're saying he, you know, he signed the franchise tag he'll be a free agent next year again um i know the jets were potentially a, a landing spot for him this offseason mm-hmm. if he was able to shake free from dallas and um you know i i, I just caught you, know, you gotta be cautious with guys like that though because yeah he he's you, you, he did produce every year and got better every year but you look at the talent that's around mm-hmm. him in that offense um you know there's a lot of superstars open which opens up a lot of opportunities you know for guys like schultz while other mm-hmm. guys are getting double covered and things like that you pay a guy like this a ton of money in free agency come to your team to be you know a featured part of your offense sometimes you know that production in the from the past team doesn't you know equate to the production on the new team it's just kind of the way it goes sometimes so you know do i think he's a good player yeah but if you can upgrade that position knowing that oh, you're going to yeah. let him walk and you're not going to pay him that money next year, then yeah, no, oh. I totally get that. Oh, yeah. That's why I'm like saying there's a lot of like, I don't want to say a lot, but there's like a good amount of tight ends in this draft that are like explosive tight ends that are actual like more receiving tight ends like that, that Kyle Pitts type tight end. So, you know, hopefully we can get something. You know, that, that's just... A, not a position to need, but if it's there and there's somebody of like, it's a standout, standout, I wouldn't be mad yeah. if the boys did that. Or like I said, I'll take one of the corners. Ah, I just wish like somebody like Sauce would end up down there, but that's not happening. <laughs> that dude's going number fucking quickly. He's the first corner off the board easy. And, you know, can the Jets take him at four? I, I would. You know? Yeah, I, like I said, I would if the draft shapes up a certain way where like, like I said, the first three guys that go off the board are either D linemen and an O lineman and something like that, you know? Yeah. I'd be like, fucking, I'm taking them, you know? Because honestly, I could even see a scenario, right? Jets are picking at four. Mm -hmm. You got Jacksonville, Detroit, and the Texans ahead of them. It's very possible those first three picks could be defensive uh, oh, yeah. linemen. But I also rushers. I also see Detroit being a wild card and taking a quarterback possibly. Yeah, no, and if they do a, that, a, yeah. I think that'll start maybe a little like panic on quarterbacks and maybe some like movement in the draft and shit like that. Oh, dude. And if that's the case, then I think the Jets can get moved back and still end up with a guy like Sauce. I would be fucking doing backflips, dude. Yeah. If, if that's how it shapes up, 
and someone wants to come up to number four to grab a quarterback, be my like, yes, let's dude. say it's somebody like Atlanta, right? Yep. And they're like, you know, Detroit takes Malik Willis. And they're like, fuck, you know. Yeah. Texans are sitting there. Texans might sit in there. Maybe they'll take Pickett. We want Pickett or something. Or we want Matt Corral or some shit like that. We'll, we'll move up with the Jets and we'll move to four, you know. Like, yeah. Because, like, maybe Carolina's sitting there and they don't want the Carolina pick to get it. So let's move in front of them and move with the Jets, you know. Yeah. And then I think the Jets could still snag somebody like Sauce, maybe a, like, seven or eight even at that point. Yeah, it's a weird draft for me because, you know, you look at the Jets' offense and defense, and there's still a lot of holes. They've done a hell of a job, you know, this offseason addressing some needs, definitely. You know, the tight end group is vastly improved, and that was a major weakness on the team. Mm -hmm. They went out and got two starting solid tight ends. Oh, yeah. Conklin's young, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Usma is a little older. He's older, but he's established. I think he's 29, something like that. Yeah, he's established. Yeah, I mean, these guys still, you know, in their prime. So I'm I'm excited. I'm excited what they could bring to the table for this offense. I think LaFleur is going to have a field day, you know, with these guys, man. And, um, yeah, I'm just – I'm excited about that. I think there's – you know, I I don't know outside of – you know, edge rusher. You also got to take into consideration Carl Lawson's coming back. Oh, that's right. You know, a healthy Carl Lawson. So, do we really want to use that pick on a pass at rush. number four? I that's maybe ten. Yeah. I, you know, and I think that's that might be the ideal scenario for me. If we stick at number four mm-hmm. and number ten, I think I'd rather get our edge rusher at number ten, yeah. if at all, in the first round. Yeah. You know, but but then that poses the question of what do the Jets do with that fourth pick, the fourth so, overall? I'm telling pick. you, sauce. Then yeah, either so way, you, I you go still defense, go. defense. If you're the Jets, you go. Well, no, this is the thing. I end go at ten. I go corner, and then if. Or receiver? You know, if, no, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If maybe you don't want to go DN because you're thinking Carl Lawson's coming back, you don't care that much, you can get one later, get a receiver at 10 because yeah. you know you're going to get a good one still. And there's a few, you know? Yeah. I mean, but listen, again, I don't think I'm going to be mad unless they do something so outrageous or take a guy that no one even ever heard of, like, you know, a Raiders move where they mm-hmm. just take these fucking random guys at the top of the first round that no one's ever talking about. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, usually doesn't yeah. Well oh, yes, yeah, the Raiders move. Right yeah, there. That, that's their MO. Yeah. You know, but other than that, I mean, you know, now that Christian Watson, that kid, he's from North Dakota. He, I, I think he's going to be good. He's a big kid. He's like, he's a big receiver. Yeah. He's like, you know, he, he plays in North Dakota, but still legit. And I think, yeah, Garrett Wilson's probably the best receiver in this draft. Maybe, most likely. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, again, like I said, I'm not going to be mad either way unless they do something crazy. Even if they went center at 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they got it. like Linderbaum or someone. I wouldn't yeah. be mad, you know? Can you imagine that O-line? Yeah. Bro, you guys be killing it. But, you know, and then again, you look on the flip side, though, um, and you have the argument of selecting a D-end. If they still want to do that, too, like it also does helps some flexibility with the flexibility on the line because John Franklin Myers, you look at him, mm. you move him on the inside and that's where it kind of, that's where his best production is anyway. Playing DT. Yeah. Put him, move him to the inside and then you got two monster DNs with Franklin mm-hmm. Myers and Quinnen Williams coming oh, up yeah. through the fucking middle. Good luck. Qu- Quinnen's the man. That will totally unlock yeah. his defense if they, if they go that route. So again, I wouldn't get mad. Yeah. There. Yeah. If they go corner, right. This is a young group, a mm-hmm. promising group. They bring a, a high-profile guy in like Sauce. I mean, that just elevates the group that much more. You got a lot of young guys on a lot of young, uh, uh, a lot of uh, uh, early initial contracts. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's a group you could grow with for a long time. Hell I can't yeah. argue with that. Either. Yeah, and you can't. You know, yeah, you run for a while, and you don't got to pay any of them for a while. Still, some of those dudes you got to pay shit to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like Bryce Hall, whatever. Like, yeah, he wasn't a first rounder. No. So they're not even first rounder contracts. No. Yeah, any of these guys, except if you bring in sauce. Yeah, be easy money. I Sign do it me all up. day. The only thing I wouldn't be excited about, and it's not because the guy's not good, it's if they drafted Hamilton. Oh, you don't think, you know. <laughs> Safeties is yeah. just, you know. We've Safety been up. there. We've done it on the top of the rounds. Yeah. We haven't had a lot of luck. I mean, not that we didn't pick good guys. I mean, there was obviously talent with Jamal Adams. Mm-hmm. There was obviously talent with May, but just didn't work out long term um, as Jets. And yeah. I just don't. And that's uh, a Jets move all the time, always picking safe. And we signed Whitehead, you know. Oh, yeah. You don't need um, it. You don't need it. Ashton Davis, you know. Uh, hey. 
He had a couple good games last year. A couple good plays last year. I don't know about good games. Yeah, he had a couple good plays. Missed a lot of tackles. (laughs) He had a couple good plays. Anyway. What do you want to do over here? I want to take a break. All right, all right. And um, let Dave do his thing. All right. And we'll be back. Don't go away. Yeah. What's up, everybody? This is Sturge and Gooch, and I'm here to talk to you guys about the flagship show right here on the Chop Sports Network. We're talking about the Chop Sports Daily. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Go check us out on YouTube. We go live Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, so give us the old subscribe ski. Did you just channel your inner Sturge? Channeling my inner Sturge. Yeah, if you want to listen to uh, Gooch talk to you about how dominant he is in everything every day, tune in at 11. I mean, dominant in softball, dominant in tennis. Definitely dominant in dodgeball. Dominant in California kickball. Monday through Friday, folks, 11, 11 o'clock. I wasn't done. What's going on, ladies and gents of Chop Sports? It's your boy, Sturch, again. And today, I want to talk to you about our newest affiliate and sponsor, and that's the Fusco Insurance Agency. Michael Fusco has partnered up with Chop Sports, and we are very pumped about every single service his company has to offer. The Fusco Insurance Agency offers personal and commercial lines, life insurance, health insurance. They even help with retirement and employee benefit administration. They offer accounting services through Prestige Tax Group, tax preparation and planning, bookkeeping, payroll, retirement planning, insurance, asset protection, and even life settlements. Guys, they even fix your credit, okay? They have credit repair through their own physically fit credit repair. They offer exclusive plans, and Fusco's promise to you is that you can't lose money and you can participate in all the gains with a cap. If you're looking for a blend of personal service and expertise, you've come to the right place. They offer a broad range of services for business owners and independent professionals. Their rates are affordable, they're very experienced, and of course, the most important part about this whole thing, they're very friendly people. Visit the website right now for more of the ins and outs that Michael offers at www.fuscoinsurancecompany.com. Ooh, yeah, we are back. Welcome back. And we're switching <clears throat> gears, brother. Um, yeah. Making its season three <clears throat> debut. The return. Return of an old segment that I personally enjoy. <laughs> One of my favorites. Um, reintroducing mm-hmm. to the group, Mark's Men of Honor. The Men of Honor. Mark, you want to tell us a little bit about this, man? Tell us about the Men of Honor initiative. Well, we usually celebrate men that do outlandish things. Not you know, like They usually have... A, a good purpose behind it or or it's usually something like you know it has usually like some type of good connotation but yeah some something bad always has to happen for it to have for for the good to happen you know what i'm saying whether it's some vigilante justice or you know just fucking whatever yeah you have a pretty wide criteria yeah. for your men of honor so that's it's usually yeah. you know someone that's standing up you know, going against the man, uh-huh. right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like you said, like the vigilante um, justice. Yeah. But like, I kind of want to veer kind of away from just that style. Cause everything I look up is like someone killing a rapist. I'm like, that's cool. It's I get it. Out. I get it. <laughs> it's cool. Like they deserve no, to die. To I understand. Things. Like, but like, you know, I can't use that story over and over right, right, again. It's right. a played out story. So I started looking around and I, I figured out, I found a real man of the people. You know, like I said last week, I don't trust a lot of billionaires. I don't trust a lot of millionaires, but I think there's one billionaire I kind of do trust. Okay. Who do you got? You know, when it comes down to it, there's like a fucking, a line in the sand, I guess you can draw, you know, where it's like, I'm not going to take this shit anymore. We've been beaten down as Americans so fucking hard. This is some hard economic times right now. This shit is fucking rough. I'm fucking scratching. I have to get fucking IRS payments this week, and I don't even know if I'm going to be able to do that. You know, this is just how this fucking country is. It's a joke. So sometimes some people, they stand up and they say, you know what? I'm not, I'm, I'm not with that shit. And Don Voltaglia, is that? I keep fucking Dom. saying. Don? It's Don. Is it Votaggio? Votaggio. Is that what we were saying? Votaggio? How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> he's, one of, he's an Italian, I guess. But no, big, good, big Don. Don's the CEO of Arizona Ice Tea. And in these hard, beat down economic times, that man is the sole reason why Arizona Ice Tea's big cans are forever 99 cents. They're 99 cents since 1994, they're 99 cents today, and they're probably going to be 99 cents forever. Because it's and, and and like I said, and it's because solely because of Don Voltaggio. And I quote from him: He's like, I'm committed to the price of the 99 cents. When things go against you, you tighten up your belt. You don't want, you know. He's like, I don't want to do what the bread guys did. I don't want to do what the gas guys did. Everybody else is doing it. 
customers don't need another price increase, especially from a guy like me. Talk about self-aware. Respect. You know what I'm saying? He understands it. Shit's rough. It's rough out there. But that man is going to be behind you with that 99 cents iced tea whenever you fucking need it. You're fucking a hundred degrees outside. You're dying. You're like, fuck. I got nothing. Water's a dollar seventy. You know, dollar fifty. What's ninety nine cents? Nothing. No, something. Big can iced tea, baby. There's one man out there that's gonna provide consistency, no matter what. That's that man, Don Fotagio. <laughs> I like the, it. He's the Don. <laughs> the Don. The, the man Don. of the people. The Don of iced tea. So why isn't this guy fucking running for president? That's I'm what a Fotagio. I want a guy that understands the people. He's I not get, out of he touch. gets it. He gets it. And that's why he's a, he's one of my men of honor. And like you said, self-aware. Self-aware. Yeah. Yeah, he's he, like, yeah, you think people want to take more money from me? I, oh, because it's not like they're losing money. He's just taking less of a profit. That's what he said. He's like, I'm just not making as much money. Okay. He has enough of it. Still making a lot of it. It's enough. Like, I wish other fucking rich people, like, got that. Like, billionaires are like, you know, it, there's an, it's enough. At a point, it's enough. Yeah, no, absolutely. And um, talking about billionaires, last <laughs> week, uh, we had... The, the billionaire? The, <laughs> the man that's planning to take over the world, Elon Musk. Mm. Um, again, I uh, came across, I think it was on BuzzFeed News that he was talking about, he, he, this guy doesn't even fucking have a home. Like, oh, this yeah, guy... I saw that. He said he was, like, like, couch surfing all that stuff. He right? couch surfaces on his friend's couches <laughs> and just, dude, just lives, breathes mm. his work. It's crazy. Like, that is it. So, like, he's probably always at the office, right? I guess. I don't know. Uh, in between crashing on couches, I think that's it, man. But, like, how do you not own, like, a home base, you know? You, <laughs> he definitely has, like, don't let him lie to you. He's probably got a fucking... <laughs> you're, not, you're not buying it? No. Because, you know, he's got, he's got a fucking cut in the side of a mountain somewhere and he's fucking chilling like a Bond villain. He's got like a fucking lap of luxury, bat cave style in the side of a mountain, completely protected for when all the fucking nukes and shit go off. He's completely fucking fine. He's in a bunker. So he has a bunker. He doesn't have a home. He's a bunker. I guarantee you he's a bunker. Maybe he's not lying. Maybe he doesn't have a home. You're right. But he has a bunker that he made into a home 100%, I'm sure. And he fucking probably flies his little private, he probably has his own little private little airport there, flies in and out of there. I don't buy it. I don't know, man. I don't know. I was looking for some of the quotes from this, but um, where he's saying he doesn't. Oh, here it goes. Elon went on to explain that he doesn't make huge luxury expenses, as people perhaps assume. He says, I don't have a yacht. I really don't take vacations. So it's not as he goes, so it's not as though my personal consumption is high. Mm -hmm. I mean, the one exception is a plane. If I don't use the plane, then I have less hours to work. Yeah, yeah. Which makes sense, yeah. you know. Um, but, dude, I guess you got to be wired so differently. You have $300 billion. Yeah. How do you enjoy things? Like, is it that... I don't think this guy's human because how can you be so wired in and so dialed in that you can't take a fucking break? I mean, I think maybe he says He don't take that. vacations? I think he says that. You know what I'm saying? I think he just says that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like he does. He definitely takes vacations. There's pictures of him on vacation, you know? Like, he takes vacations. And, like, I feel like when you have that much money, you just, you obviously, you have that much money, you have no care in the world. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to really worry about anything. Yeah. So, like, you don't have to have a set schedule for anything so he could just go about and do his business oh whenever whatever he That's wants he can come and go as he pleases you know what i'm saying like he probably is wired and locked in like that all the time don't get me wrong but like when you're that rich like he's gotten to the point where he's like now it's like I could just coast. I could show up when I want to show up. I can do this, you know? Like, people you, move for him now. Do you think he's fully human? Probably I think he, not. I think he's either got some, like, alien No, I think he robot. probably. I think he probably mechanically engineered part of his brain or something. He's got to be wired into some fucking mm -hmm. weird shit, man. Because he's all about that, like, uh, that uh, the joining of, like. The connectivity, yeah. Yeah, of, like, human and robot. Like, what do you think about cyborg? that? I think that's dark as fuck. Like, that's not Skynet. Come on, it's the same shit. Like, that's Terminator shit. <laughs> like, I have no no interest in joining together with a machine and becoming like transhuman. No fucking interest in that. To take my generic flesh and blood, go my own way. I'll see you fucking trans. Call me old fashioned. Like, yeah, call me old fashioned. I like an old bag of bones. You know, <laughs> it's like. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, call me old fashioned like being a, a fucking alive, a, a fucking human person. I mean, we, we even talked about it with the metaverse stuff. And mm-hmm. that's just one more step of embedding yourself that's with what technology. It is. That's like the final step. When you get that fucking, they want the chip and the brain, and all of a sudden you're wired up, and all like, hey, oh, I got these metal, peep my metal arms, these shits are fire, and then you're crushing shit with your metal arms. Next thing you know, you're like, oh, I need a metal leg, so I want to run fast as hell. Did you hear about this one article, or this one guy I was reading about? He, um, and I knew this was going to happen, obviously. I mean, it's just inevitable. Someone's going to do mm. it, more people are. He lives 24 hours. What do you mean? In the metaverse. Oh, so he's just like, yeah, he, that's it. He's, he's given up. <laughs> he's given up regular life so and going just, all yeah, virtual. Full virtual life. It's like it's just going in his pants, essing, like not eating food. Well, like, he's, probably, he's probably wearing a male diaper. Okay. But what about like food? He's just eating metaverse fake. Yo, I, I, I don't know. Oh, I, I'm hungry. Let me go to the food court metaverse. I think even when he like goes to the bathroom and shit just or goes to, the goes to eat. Bathroom. Well, no, I, I, I think he's still plugged in though. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, so like you think he goes to a metaverse bathroom in while the metaverse? he's taking his shit while in he real goes life. to a real bathroom? I think so. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's really pushing the limits of darkness right there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you pull that one off. Like, how do you go down your stairs? That's what I'm saying. If I you're upstairs? Fucking, yeah. And you oh, I'd go be down. Like, in I my house. Have, yeah, I have a flight. I'm done. I only have one bathroom. Yep. So I go from upstairs to downstairs Same. bathroom. How the fuck I do that with this fucking stupid headset on? Nah, you're lucky I pissed out my window. <laughs> <laughs> real class. Yeah, real class. Otherwise, I'm falling down those stairs in that metaverse helmet. Maybe you'll catch one of those fucking cats and piss on them. Good. Little fuckers. I hate this little piece of shit. <laughs> but yeah, I just thought I saw this and I'm like, I know we were talking about Elon Musk last week. And I saw that uh, quote about how he hardly consumes anything. And it's just like, how's that even human? Yeah. I mean, and you think about any human at, at any level, <laughs> you got to, cons- you know, yeah. do something outside of work to keep sane. Yeah. Yeah. But with this guy, it's something totally fucking different. Unless, you know, he's just so fucking driven to take over the world. That's all he cares about. Yeah, that's, that's probably what it is. That's what it is. I'm telling you. Yeah. He doesn't have a home because he has a fucking. The world's uh, his home. He has a hidden fucking secret fucking villain lair. That's why <laughs> he doesn't have a home. It's a lair. It's a difference. <laughs> Uh, speaking about lairs, <coughs> um, bat caves. Oh, bat caves. I finally saw Batman. Oh, yeah. You said you didn't like the it. Batman. The Batman. Yeah, yeah, the Batman. I watched it again, too. I said, now I, I retract my statement. It's not my favorite. Dark Knight is still my favorite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Dark- this is right there for me. I liked it a lot. Is it? I, you know, we talked about this a little bit before, but I like. And you made a good point, but I'll, I'll still put it out there. It was, was that from past Batman's, the tone for this one is so so different. And mm-hmm. some people might say, "Hey, that's a good thing." You, know, you mentioned that the original Batman um, from the DC comics was more of a detective, a detective story, like right? DC detective comics. Uh, and you know, so that that definitely makes sense. But um, I do like, and it almost goes to our our, our, our wrestling conversation. Mm. I do like having those kind of cartoonish larger than life mm-hmm. characters yeah. and i always go back to batman returns because i feel like batman returns did a really good job of doing both mm-hmm. like kind of creating that realistic vibe um they really portrayed gotham in a really um awesome way just visually mm-hmm. and everything i just love the way that they did it with the characters that was and tim everything. burton at his, at his height well yeah <laughs> again good point that was tim tim burton was all over that um that was at, him at his height his career yeah so it did it, it gave up those vibes and i always have fond memories of that type of gotham that you know type of batman movie mm-hmm. uh but again alluding to what you said dark knight definitely definitely one of my my top or, or if not the top series of batman for yeah, sure i think so um this one uh, you know i i, I did didn't like this guy as Bruce Wayne at all. He did mm. not sell me on a good Bruce Wayne. Um, Alfred, whatever. I, I don't know. I, I just think the whole Wayne story was. Yeah. Nice. I I, um, I think he's he, the guy played. What's his name? He played a decent Batman. Rob Pattinson. Yeah. The suit was sick. Uh, the three hours didn't bother me. The suit, like you just said, was mm-hmm. fucking awesome. But I think Top something. Notch. But I think something that goes to be said for what that you said there. Three hours, it didn't bother you. Think about that. How many movies have you sat through for two hours and you're like, I can't fucking do this? Plenty. You know what I'm saying? Plenty. So I, you, when you think back on it, I think you might like it more than you think because you're like, man, I was able to sit through that for three hours. Well, they keep my attention yeah. for, for, for most of the time. Yeah. No, I will say that. I, I will. Um, 
Yeah, I, I, maybe I do have. Maybe that's fair. Maybe I do have to watch it again. But overall, I thought it started off really good, mm. and then it kind of just fizzled out. I, I think the story really didn't keep me engaged. Maybe um, outside of the Riddler, which I liked. I mean, that dark mm. serial killer was vibe awesome. was fucking awesome. It's yeah. very horror movie esque, which you, you obviously know took, I enjoyed. Uh, it took that dude that first scene where he had him uh, like with the with the bomb, and he was like video chatting with Batman. Yeah, they said that dude did that. 150 times. Holy he shit. Did it, Cause he did it just by himself on an iPhone. Who is that guy? Uh, Paul Dano. He's in like a mad movies. He was in uh, the first movie. I remember seeing him in was like the girl next door. Oh, that's right. When he had to fill in yeah. uh, at the end in the, yep. in the porn in the high school. Yep. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. A, I knew he looked familiar. Yeah. He's in a lot of shit though. That's a great fucking movie. Underrated movie. Oh, also. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. But yeah, okay, he was fantastic. Oh, he's great. He was in uh, like There Will Be Blood too. He's good as hell in that. I think he was in Django too. Yeah, he. So I mean, that character was cool. I did not like the penguin. Um, like you said, there probably Colin just wasn't Farrell. enough of him. Again, like why is he the penguin? What's what's really the story? Between? Yeah, I think that I think it's just because like, he hangs out at the iceberg lounge. He's a fat fuck, you know. Yeah, I get it, like, you know. But I mean, but again, it goes more towards this is more of a realistic vibe, yeah. and tone than uh, you know some of the other ones. Yeah, and fucking Zoe Kravitz, hello. Hi, how, how you doing? doing? How you wow. doing? Smoking, dude. Yeah, she's Complete so hot, smoke bro. show. She's so hot. She gives me everything I need. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Definitely moves the needle. <laughs> it's, it's every mark I have. Gives you everything you need. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She, she's drop dead, dude. Mm-hmm. No doubt. No doubt. Um, all right. Let, mm-hmm. So we talked a little draft. We were talking some other things. I saw a pretty interesting article yeah. on a website called UltimateClassicRock.com. <laughs> that sounds ultimate what? dad white rock. Wait, like, that sounds like whiterock.com. What's <laughs> up? I'm your father's rock station. <laughs> Very Q104 vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a good article. I didn't go through it all, but mm-hmm. I thought we could make a fun game out of it. It's titled all right. 30 Rock Stars and the Sports They Love. Okay. So what I'll do is name the rock star. And see if I could fucking name the sport. Yes. Because I do know my rock stars a little bit. No cheating this time. All right, I'll have to like look, <laughs> look off to the side. So the first one we're going to start with mm-hmm. is Bruce Dickinson. I'll look down. Okay. Bruce Dickinson. Iron Maiden's Bruce. Iron Maiden. Yes, sir. Singer of Iron Maiden. So basically what? It's like his favorite sport? Yes. So no team, just the sport. Just the sport. All right. Well, he's British, right? They're British. Mm-hmm. So it's probably like a British sport. Like what's a popular British sport? Golf's popular. Well, I can't tell you that. Does golf count? Uh-huh. Absolutely. Okay. Um, does does wrestling count? Like pro wrestling, does that count? Yes, it does. Okay. Because I know Bruce Dickinson used to be a pro wrestling fan big time. But I'm actually going away. I'm going to say golf or well, soccer is a good one, too. I'm, like, I'm going to go golf. He's an older dude. Fair enough. Is it golf? Is it golf? No? No. What was it? Soccer. It was soccer. Soccer. You said Fuck. it right at the end there, man. I thought you were going to switch and go soccer. Fuck. Oh, well. So Iron Maiden okay. Bruce Dickinson is a soccer passionate guy. soccer fan. Yeah, he's a soccer guy. I see that. British dudes, hooligans, they're all into that shit. Primarily of the Premier League's Liverpool <laughs> FC. All right. Did okay. not know that, but there you go. Um, did you know that Dickinson also earned his license? Oh, he's a, he's a pilot, right? Yeah. He, you know, he flies them on tour. Yeah. They do their tours on this, like... Uh, Iron Maiden fucking 747. He flies them all over That's the fucking world. wild. Yeah, dude. It's crazy. He's yeah, old, too. It said he got his uh, his pilot license when Iron Maiden was on break in the 90s. <laughs> and like you said, also regularly uh, flies his band. Yeah. That's funny. That's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. So. That's sick. Going Good old Bruce. To our next rock star, mm-hmm. Alice Cooper. Oh, Alice Cooper. You know what's funny about Alice Cooper? My dad loves Alice Cooper. Uh-huh. And I know for a fact Alex Cooper's favorite sport's golf. Yeah. I know yeah. it because there's a there's a fucking documentary. I remember my dad watching. He was like, Alex Cooper's out golfing and shit. Like, And he was always like, it's a game of the mind. He's always like talking about, he's like, yeah. So I know that's a fact. That's got to be it, right? Yeah. yeah. I know. It's yeah. golf. 
I knew it. Alice Cooper's one of those guys I think are a little underappreciated. When yeah. I, you know, I never did any deep dives into his work, but uh-huh. everything, you know, I like. Oh, I, yeah. You know, I listen to, I like. And then sometimes, like, a song will come on that. And you, you, realize, know, you don't realize it was him. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit, that's Alice Cooper. Uh-huh. And then you look at guys like Rob Zombie, where there's such obvious influences from oh, Alice yeah. Cooper. Hell yeah. Dude. And it's like, holy shit, this guy's super influential. And, um, dude, his music rocks. It's, yeah, my dad used to be a big fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, Alice Cooper, golf. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, moving on. See if you get uh, get this one. Was ZZ Top. ZZ Top. Well, ZZ Top is fucking blue. So like, they gotta be like football or something like that. Yeah, I'm gonna have to say ZZ Top probably football. Something super American. Yeah. Is it football? It's not football, it's not man. Football. It's not. It's not. Right. It's cricket. It, what? Not Lincoln. No. It's pro wrestling. Is it? <laughs> yeah, it's pro oh, wrestling. So they would be they would be the pro wrestling yeah. type. And they're apparently seen uh a lot ringside at WWE events. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know, I don't remember, but uh they hosted one back in two thousand nine, a Monday Night Raw <laughs> in uh Raleigh, North Carolina, apparently. Oh, you know what I should have picked? I know no, I mean it wouldn't have been right anyway. But I, I, I could have I could have taken them for a NASCAR fan. Oh yeah, that too. That would have fit the bill. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um Okay, going on next, Dave Davies. Mm. Who the fuck is Dave Davies? From the Kinks. Oh, what a British fuck. Yep. Uh, well, since we're going, I'm just going to say soccer because British. Yeah, you're right. Oh, every British person is going to say soccer <laughs> for. So, oh, yeah, cool. <laughs> All right, that we'll works. just keep on cruising then. That's sick. Uh, <laughs> Who's next? Um... Uh, Alex Lifeson. Alex Lifeson, I think. The guitar player from Rush. What do you think? I didn't know that one by the name. Yeah, me neither. Stand out for me. Well, I mean, Rush is kind of old dogs. I'm also not a Rush fan. Everyone loves Rush. I never got into that. I'm just going to take a swing baseball. It's golf. Is it? Golf. All right. Golf. I could have. I just figured baseball's been used yet. Next one is ACDC's frontman, Brian Johnson. Brian Johnson. Ow. Slim. <laughs> yep. Ow. Um, There's I, actually two, but if you guess one. I, I actually, I'm just going to say, because I remember they do like, uh, they do stuff for like soccer hooligans. They're always like, ah, oh, oh, for like these fucking, so I'm going to say soccer. Yeah, soccer is one of them. It's oh, okay. soccer and car racing. Oh, shit. Nice. Yeah. So he, all right. So he's got the little racing Daytona. And soccer is a big fan of Newcastle United FC. (laughs) And he's British. So I told you, I'm just going soccer for all the Brits. Next up, we have a Brett Brett Michaels. Michaels. He's blue. Um, As we all know, front man of a poison. Poison. And that terrible Rock of Love show. Remember? Oh, that wasn't terrible. It wasn't bad. Very entertaining. That was the height of the the fucking uh, reality shows back in the day, man. Yeah. We still got to do a reality show draft or or tournament from that time period. Mm -hmm. But um, Brett Michaels. There's, Michaels, there's two. Michaels. Uh, it's probably like baseball and football. Like It's probably like his go-to. It's close. So it's football, yes. Okay. And softball. But baseball, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Fucking softball? Yeah. Wait, a guy just likes softball? Like, it's, why don't you just like baseball? Uh, I'm, I don't know. So he follows like a softball league, I guess? That's so weird. I don't know. But softball is listed on here. <laughs> Maybe they just mean like he likes to play softball. Maybe. Because I can't imagine him like sco- like so anybody scoping out a fucking softball league to watch. No. no. <laughs> uh, next up is uh, Eddie Vedder. Eddie Vedder. Pearl Jam. <laughs> that depressing fuck likes sports? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> I thought his ass would have been like... A fucking super against any type of fucking organized sports. Um, he probably likes fucking pro wrestling if he's on this list. Yeah. Know? I'm assuming. I don't see Vetter as a pro wrestling fan. I don't know. I just don't see him as like a regular sports fan either. It's uh, baseball. Is it? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's been a lifelong uh, Chicago Cubs fan. So far, I've not. I'm, I'm, I've gotten even on this list probably. Yeah, just about, I'd say. Next up is Elton John. Elton John. He's Brit, right? Yep. Oh, he's soccer. The default he's, answer. The default. Yes. Is it right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm, yeah, so like, that's the one I'm getting tennis. right. It's just fucking naming all the Brits because I'm just calling <laughs> soccer out. Well, it goes to show there's a lot of uh, rock stars in uh, 
Yeah. Britain. Hell yeah. Getty Lee. Getty Lee. Uh, from Rush. From Rush, yeah. Getty yep. Lee. Um, where the fuck are they from? They're from the soccer land too, aren't they? No, they're Canadian. Oh, they're can- Canadian, eh? Hockey? <laughs> no. Baseball. Fuck. Baseball it is, brother. Uh, next one, Flea. The bass is from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Flea? Uh, uh, I feel like his would probably be football, too. This is kind of a shocker. No. Basketball. Really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's the first basketball that I think anybody's picked on all these fucking rock stars. Flea's a basketball guy. Yeah, huh? apparently he's been part of uh, halftime skills competitions at Laker games. I believe that. Yeah. <laughs> and he played a bass-only version of the national anthem in 2022 at the... Um, Lakers and Nuggets game. Hmm. So this past year. Hmm. Interesting. Fan. I actually got to go back and see that now. Yeah. I'm into Flea playing the fucking National Anthem yeah. on bass. Probably sounds sick. Yeah. We got to find that now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I have no idea who the fuck this is. Who? Because. Oh. 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 Okay. Uh, Geezer Butler. Oh. Geezer from, Butler uh, from Sabbath. From Sabbath. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's a Brit. Yep. He got to go to the default. <laughs> yep. Soccer. Yep. Is it soccer, yes, too? It is. Oh, my God. All these British people have soccer. <laughs> John Fogarty. John Fogarty. <laughs> well, this uh, should be easy considering the... Uh, so, yeah. Uh, it's got to be fucking, what, baseball? <laughs> yeah. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play today. Look at me. <laughs> I could be... Santa Fe. That's that's John Fogarty or whatever. Yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah, I knew it. This <laughs> is the old fucking blue fuck. Uh, and, I could uh, be Santa Fe. Your boy John bon, 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 John Bon Jovi. Fuck Bon Jovi. <laughs> fuck his rest stop. Too. You should know this one she too though retarded. because of his involvement. Oh, yeah. in the sports. Uh, bon Jovi is a big time NFL guy. He is, and uh, so probably oh, owns. Um, does he still own the I think um, owns, Arena League team? Yeah, but say I think he owns the Arena the Soul, League right? Team. Yep. Philadelphia Soul. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's an easy one. Bon Jovi football, mm-hmm. we know oh, that. Yeah. Next yeah, up is uh, Def Leppard. Def Leppard. Yeah. I don't know if they're Brits or not. Uh, I can't remember. They're Brits. I think that, well, if they're Brits, I got to go soccer. And you would be correct. <laughs> I'm just getting, so, so far, everyone that's soccer, I've gotten right, because it's associated with a British person. <laughs> Maybe you could help me with this one coming what? up, because I have no idea who this is. What's that? King Buzzo. Oh, yeah, he's from, from uh, the Melvins. Melvins yeah. What's that? The Melvins are yeah. like a rock band, like old punk band, kind of. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Been around forever. I'm not good with old punk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, they, they, they actually got a couple songs, a couple like notable songs that you'd be like, oh, that's the Melvins. Oh, okay. So, yeah, what do you think? Uh, King Buzzo. Oh, What's his sports? sport of choice? I think, he like, I think he was a football guy, but I don't remember. Um, maybe see a hockey. It's baseball. Is it? It's baseball. It's baseball, Susan. Yes, indeed. Um, he's actually friends with uh, Randy Johnson. Really? Yeah. I have my Randy Johnson rookie card, and you could sign it. <laughs> That'd be dope. Oh my god, dude! I think it's the only thing I have. The only card I have that's worth like good money is that one. Like, um, real money. Next, this is a twofer. See if you can guess one of them for uh, Detroit legend Kid Rock, <laughs> the American badass. Ah, I am American bad. Um. I'm a cowboy, baby. Well, since he's a piece of shit, cow, cowboy. I'm going to say racing because he's like in that scene now. And ah, football. Racing and football. Neither, actually. This is a surprise. Basketball and hockey. What? Dude. Fuck. What a that threw yeah. me for a fucking loop. Yep. Yeah. Shit. Fucking Kid Rock. Ball with the ball in his ass off at the hockey game. Lifelong fan of the uh, fucking Detroit teams for basketball and hockey. Oh, yeah. Well, the Red Wings are a legendary team. Next up, Huey Lewis. <laughs> in the news? Yeah. Um, That's a slim special right there, Huey Lewis. Huey's pretty blue. Um, It's baseball. Or, I mean, you know what? I'm just going to say football. It is football and has some ties to yeah. football. Some legendary I knew, players. I knew I remember his name being around football, so I fuck it. Friends with uh, Joe Montana. That's his boy. Yeah. That's funny. And here's a little fun fact on a, on a music collab. A factoid. Um, on Hip to Be Square. Did oh, you know yeah. they had Joe du- uh, uh, Montana? They had Dwight Clark, hmm? Ricky Ellison, and Ronnie, Le- Le- Ronnie Lott. <laughs> I guess singing in the All background. All singing in the background of Hip yeah. to Be Square. That's pretty funny. Are they singing on the record? I think so. That's funny. That'd be them. They <laughs> sing here, there, and everywhere. <laughs> and everywhere. It makes sense. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. 
Look at that. So that's probably them on the record. That's funny. I like those little fun facts, man. That's funny. Good old Huey Lewis. I love, you know, I fuck with Huey Lewis, too. I'm going to show you. Okay, first, well, next we have Mm. um, Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley from Kiss, obviously. (laughs) I remember them being heavily involved in football somehow. They're football guys, arena guys. Arena guys. So I'll say football. Mm Mm-hmm. No, yeah, they had the Kiss team, right? Yeah, dude, check out these helmets. Dude, didn't they have, there was a show. Do you remember the show? Yeah, shit, they're fire. <laughs> there was like a show of them like owning this team. And like, it was like a, a like a behind the scenes type of hard knocks almost type of show. I don't recall. Of them owning an arena league football team. Uh, interesting. Yeah, I, I you'd have to look it up at some point because I don't really remember it, but I vaguely remember it. Do you know it. Paul Stanley has a soul band? Yeah, I feel like it's I know that. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah, it's bad. It's it's not bad. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Oh. I, I just know. when it comes to shit like yeah, you just stick to your fucking what you know what you're good at. <laughs> very very weird. Anyway. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they had the uh, arena league yeah, team, the those. L.A. Kiss. Yep. I mean, I, I I definitely remember a show. I don't know. Do you remember that shitty wrestler from WCW that was the Kiss Demon? Maybe he was basically Gene Simmons. Oh yeah, that's right. That was ridiculous. I'm gonna. What was the What was the arena league team called again? The L.A. Kiss. The L.A. Kiss. I saw Gene Simmons in a, an embarrassing sex tape not too long ago. <laughs> Fuck Gene Simmons, you make me sick. The L.A. Kiss. Because I have to. I have to like look this up. I want some L.A. Kiss gear now. Behind the scenes tired. with the L.A. Kiss. Is that it? No, that's it. But no TV show. I'm telling you. Going crazy here. It's a good wrestler name, L.A. Kiss. Yeah. Welcome. Oh, hey. L.A. Kiss. Kiss. Maybe I was just watching Gene Simmons' family, Jules, and they were following. Talking about it or something. And they were following. I don't know. Whoa. What the oh. hell was that? Sorry. With the Kiss shit. Uh, uh, we can move on now with the Kiss bullshit. All right. Moving on. Moving on. K.K. Downing. Who the fuck K.K. K.K. Downing. Downing. Um, former Judas Priest guitarist. Say he's a blue white man, baseball. <laughs> Brit. Oh, he's a Brit? Soccer. No, golf. No, oh, he went and golf. Golf. He went golf on us. Okay, okay. Um, next, the infamous Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger. Of the Rolling Stones. Well, he is a Brit, so soccer, right? Yes, he yes, a Brit. yes. It's yes. soccer, isn't it? It is, it That's is. That's hilarious. Tis. That's so funny. They're all really soccer. Next That's up, so we have a Nick Mason of... Pink Floyd. Um, well, also a Brit. <laughs> Gonna have to say soccer. Yeah, the, this is a oh, surprise. The, the, oh, the, my luck is up with the Brits. Yeah. Uh-oh. Car racing. Really? Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Euros love that shit. Um, Euros definitely love that shit. And he, he drove, actually. Really? Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I think so. Put another brick on the wall. Oh, with his car. Oh. Next we got the luck. Oh, um, well. <laughs> I don't know why I was looking. Like I was like <laughs> intent on looking. Like what's going on? Robert next? Plant, uh, singer of Led Zeppelin, uh, still doing it, man. He's still out there, fucking playing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A few years ago, I was in Chicago and uh, for work, and I was walking around, you know, the main area over mm-hmm. there by the water and shit. And um, there's a park. You know, there's a uh, concert playing in the park, and you know, sound like a Zeppelin uh, cover band. Hearing like some Zeppelin yeah, songs yeah. playing, and I'm like, hearing the really singer. Good. I'm like, yeah, it really sounds like Robert Plant. My boss at the time, you know, we both looked at each other like, that's interesting. We got closer and closer, and we got to the gate, and mm. we we're like, oh, who's playing tonight? And the people, the people at the gate had no idea who it was. They're like, I don't know, some guy, Robert Plant. I'm like, what the uh, fuck? You know, obviously it wasn't Zeppelin. It was, you know, yeah, but was, yeah. You know, they were playing, playing Zeppelin songs with Robert Plant, and uh, it, it was it was a free concert too. What the fuck? But by the time we got there, it's why Chicago's awesome. Man. Yeah, I'm not a yeah. city guy, but I do love Chicago. Yeah, Chicago rules. Um, but yeah, by the time we got there, I think they were playing their last song, so we didn't oh, even go shit. in. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, I thought that was interesting. So, Hell yeah. Yeah, still got the chops, man. Fuck still got it. the chops. I'll just say soccer. It's a two for tennis and soccer, oh, so we'll give that to you. Yeah, well, it's the Brit shit. And uh, continuing with the Brit theme, uh, Paul, Paul McCartney. McCartney the soccer. Yeah, yeah. And it is soccer? It is. Dude, there's so many it soccer is. fans out there. Do they like anything? Else? You know what? They, they do say soccer is the most universal sport. This is true, although yeah. not as popular here in the states. Yeah, one, and it never will be. I'm Scott Gorham of Thin Lizzy. Oh, man, I seen them play. I was Where just at? uh PNC. Oh. Uh, it was like Poison, Thin Lizzy. Oh, I know, I remember this show. And like, uh, wasn't Maiden right? Leopard, Def Leopard, Def Leopard, random as hell. <laughs> but, That's just uh, one of those shows you go and get trashed. Yeah, it was free tickets. Yeah, I was like, all right, yeah, I'll go. 
I think I went with Andy. I think the great one went. Um, uh, I'll say like something stupid like baseball. It's golf. It's golf. golf. Yeah. I'm only getting soccer right. Really. Your boy yeah. next. Don't look. Oh, Prince. Oh, Prince. Yes. It's got to be basketball. It's it's twofer. Uh, I don't know what the other one is. Maybe maybe football. Fucking yeah, guess. it is. Oh, basketball nice. and football. Good I know. Job. Well, I mean, you know basketball from fucking. The fucking Chappelle skits, yeah. you know, like. And look at this picture. I'll share it with you here from the article. Look at this crew. You got Chappelle, Ludacris, and Prince all sitting uh, next to each other at a fucking sick. game. Stop looking. All right. Next, we got Rod Stewart. Well, considering the picture I see is <laughs> soccer, I'm going to have to say soccer. All right. Stop looking. Next, we'll keep on cruising. Steve Perry. Steve Perry. Um, Seems like a hockey nerd. No. So we're going Steve Perry from Journey. Yeah, yeah. I said I thought he was a hockey, hockey nerd. No, uh, baseball. Oh, baseball. Okay. Um, San Francisco. Yeah, San Francisco Giants fan. Oh, he's a Giants fan. Fuck the Giants. Vince Neal. Vince Neal. That blue fuck is a football guy. Hundred percent. You know what team? Steelers. Dolphins fan. Oh, fuck you, Neil. I was gonna say Ooh. I was gonna say Steelers or Titans for yeah. some reason. I feel like he's a Nashville guy. <laughs> no. Um yeah, Vince Neal, Dolphins fan. Yeah, fuck Random. You. Next up, uh Robert Smith. He likes sports. Yeah. That depressing son of a bitch. Like, I, there's no way that fucking depressing fuck likes, but he has to be like this golf. Is the last it has one. to be golf. It has to be golf. Last one. We're is going it, with golf. Is it for golf? Robert Smith of the Cure. Depressive Smith. You like the cure? Some songs. They don't do it for me. Some songs are all right. I don't understand how they had such longevity, too. Because some of their songs are hits. Yeah. Like, some of those songs are hits. Never was a Cure fan. Yeah, but think about that. Not my style, I don't think. No. I mean, like I said, I like some of their songs, but I'm not a huge fan. So we'll end it with this one. Uh, Robert Smith is soccer. It's soccer? Soccer, yeah. Yeah. What a dork. Yep. He would like (laughs) soccer. He's a fucking dork. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so, we'll, so we'll end the show today on that, man. Um, yeah. Hope uh, everybody liked uh, the stuff. Get hyped <laughs> for the draft. Yeah. Because when this airs, it should be draft time, baby. Let's go Jets. Let's go, go Cowboys. Um, yeah. If you like what you hear, you want to support the show, as always, you could do so by visiting our website, which we will be um, redesigning soon. But uh, go yeah. check it out. Allstarvintage.shop for your favorite vintage sports gear. Right, motherfucker. That's it, man. Yeah, everybody, right, take it fucking sleazy. We out. This has been the All-Star Vintage Podcast with your hosts... Mark Jameson and Dom Morrow. We'll be back with another episode whenever we feel like it. Will you give it?